Hi, lovies. This is Christina from Karma's Eye Psychic LLC on Universal Spirit Podcast. This is our final episode of season two, and we will be talking about the seven chakras. Um, It's really fun to be wrapping up another season. I'm glad you guys are coming out to at least listen, comment, subscribe, and follow and all that. Um, It is very exciting. It is very fun. I know these are like basic um, subjects. However, I do appreciate you guys listening, commenting, and all that. Um, The more basic we can be, believe it or not, the more we can learn um, everything on a bigger you know, a bigger picture on a bigger scale to learn the small stuff first, right? You're going to learn how to tie your shoes before you start running around the block, basically. So I'm going to be reading directly from wikipedia.com just some basic definitions of what chakras and what chakras are. Um, I hope you guys enjoy this episode, um, and I can't wait to see you guys in the next season. All right, so... Reading from Wikipedia, uh, chakra, which is spelled C-H-A-K-R-A, um, are basically various focal points uh, used in a variety of ancient meditation practices, um, collectively dominated as ta- tantra, tantra, or the you know, hysteric or inner traditions of Hinduism. The concept of the chakra um, arouse, arose in the early traditions of Hinduism, the belief of difference, uh, the difference between the Indian religion with many Buddhist texts consistently mentioning five chakras, while Hindu sources reference six or seven. Um, Early Sanskrit texts speak of them both as meditative visualizations combining flowers and mantras and as a physical entities in the body. Um, Within Kundalini, I can't really pronounce that name, right? That word, Kundalini uh, Yoga, (laughs) the techniques of breathing uh, exercises, visualizations, um, mantras, are focused on manipulating the flow of subtle energy through chakras. So basically using your mind to manage the energy around your body, uh, understanding we all have energy around our body, but we, this um, method is to separate each part of our energy or each, each energy um, that controls us into different um, levels and also different colors. Um, This is also the origin of the aura, people having certain color auras around their body, which color, what the colors mean, um, and which chakra we are most um, connected to, what we what most resonates with us. And sometimes the chakra that is, you know, the best for us and the chakra that isn't, you know, isn't so great for us. Uh, the modern Western chakra system arose from multiple sources starting in 18. 18- 80s, followed by Sir John Woodruff's 1919 book, The Serpent Power, um, and Charles L. Lead Beaton's uh, 1927 book, The Chakras, which introduced the seven rainbow colors for the chakras, psychological and other attributes, um, and a wide range of supposed correspondences with other systems such as alchemy, astrology, gemstones, Um, Kabbalah and tarot uh, were added later.
So historically, chakras have been, in fact, um, linked with science, astrology, um, his, uh, history, uh, also with religion. Um, so it is, in fact, a very nice combination of all those things, you know, the physical, the metaphysical, you know, and, you know, the, the explanation or the, the unexplanation of the rainbow after the rain. Um, but, you know, you can verify it scientifically, um, but metaphysically, the rainbow is still a mystery. Um, and this is understanding the rainbow um, in all of us, we all have an energetic rainbow um, that controls the basic parts of us. Um, these are literally so simple and basic that I think it's amazing how even today this, this subject is still being, um, you know, expanded. All right, so we're going to go through each and every color. For those of you who know all the colors of the rainbow, right, we got red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, purple, Right. We don't have, you know, black or brown or white. Um, the white light is considered to be the universal healing light, um, you know, or cleansing light. Uh, and the black light is basically darker forces and entities that we invite that are negative that stick with us. So, yeah. So red, yellow. So red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple, indigo, um, so to speak, are all the seven uh chakras that we are you know embodied with um the beginning which would be the bottom right the bottom we would sit um indian style you know with our back straight up uh and the root chakra which is the first chakra that we talk about is the bottom is the physical bottom of our body which would be like our you know like our genitalia um our private area um so that would be called alahara um, which is dormant kundalini is often said to be resting here, wrapped three and a half or seven or 12 times. Sometimes she is wrapped around uh, the black svan, I'm sorry, linga. Sorry if I'm pronouncing these things wrong. The, the lower of the three obstructions of her full rising. This is describing, you know, the earth mother. Um, it is a symbolized as four petaled lotus with a yellow square um, as it is centered representing the element of earth. Um, so red um, being the base chakra, the spine, the root, the bottom, um, you know, just representing the beginning, right? The start of everything, the subconscious, um, our basic primal instincts, our need to survive, our passion to survive. Red being an extreme color, passion, energy, sex, um, also being associated with heat as well. Okay, so it's kind of like the life force that drives us. It's going to be basically the, the, the driver of the other six chakras. Um, this is good to keep in touch with, okay, you know, just for you know, basic survival, not forgetting our root chakra. Sometimes when we are feeling very agitated, uh, if we're feeling very impatient, we're feeling very frustrated. Um, uh, we have to see if we are not in fact getting those basic physical, you know, emotional needs and physical needs are not always sexual. Okay. Uh, it is important to keep your sexual needs fulfilled when aligning your chakras. I know it's a very taboo thing to say, but let's face it, our physical 
body needs to have some type of sexual activity or sexual stimulation. Okay. And that can cause us to be very frustrated, um, and angry and agitated. It is very, uh, very, uh, very common. Okay. Uh, make sure you are sleeping very well, you know, make sure you are drinking lots of water, you know, keeping your body balanced. Um, cause that is the, that is basically the driver of everything. Um, your physical body. All right. So now we're moving on to orange, which is the sacral chakra, which is pronounced Fadhistvana, Hana. Sometimes it's Bana or Hana. Uh, which is like where the self is established. Um, this is when now you are coming up higher um, above your sexual instincts. Um, it's basically when the mind um, is centered. Now you've gotten your basic needs um, satisfied in your sacral chakra. We begin to use our brain. We begin to use our creativity. We begin to um, use our intelligence, um, strategize. Um, this would be considered the thinking chakra. It is argued that the sacral chakra is still um, the sexual chakra. Um, in my opinion, though, um, I don't think so. I mean, you can you can go through lots of texts. Um, but I mean, it is still responsible for some, you know, sexual creativity. Sure. Um, but the basic need would be at the root. Um, the sacral chakra also helps us relate to our emotions. Okay. It definitely keeps us, um, you know, uh, able to feel every emotion that we are meant to feel, um, happiness, joy, love, anger, you know, d even depression, you know, it is basically like a whirlwind uh, of all of our emotions. It is very valuable, um, especially when this chakra is blocked and how we unblock them. Um, the sacral chakra will would be the one that we um, we would unblock the most if we were to go to therapy. OK, understanding why I feel um, sad and we get to the bottom and the root of things like jealousy, um, and unfulfillment and dissatisfaction. Um, the sacral chakra definitely holds the, the key to that. So the color orange, um, uh, whenever in doubt, um, feeling as though I'm blocked emotionally, you know, you know, my witchy self will tell you to burn orange candles, wear orange or associate your path to wellness with the color orange. All right, so we're going to move on to yellow, which is one of my favorites, uh, the solar plexus chakra, which is pronounced manipura. I like that word. The solar plexus is located in your stomach area, okay? It's responsible for, you know, your confidence, you know, self-esteem, um, you know, how you feel about yourself, um, how much control you feel you have, um, just gratitude of having any type of control. Um, it's like your spirit self, in my opinion. This, this, the solar plexus is like your spirit self. It's like your connection to spirit in your physical body. Um, it's like, I know, but I don't know, but I know, and I don't know how I know. 
um, you know, it's, it's responsible for definitely like the light inside of you, the light bulb that goes off, you know, it's kind of like, it's a, it's a, it's brain power and spirit power, you know, dwelling within itself, so to speak. Um, and the color yellow having, you know, in, um, and what I do, what I practice yellow being a color that has a lot to do with focus, um, having to lot to do with positive change, brightness, um, bringing forward your light, um, just self-esteem, you know, the, the confidence you have, the happiness that you, you embody in the, within yourself. And taking control um, is the responsibility of the solar, solar plexus uh, when we're feeling out of it, um, to activate it, to align it, or even to, you know, unblock it. Uh, would be our, our need to take control again. Next chakra, which would be the heart chakra, which is pronounced anahata, uh, is located near your heart, of course, right? In the center of your chest. It comes as to no surprise that the heart chakra uh, is about our ability to love to and to show compassion. Uh, it also has a lot to do with receiving love as well, which is a slightly uncommon um, belief about the heart chakra. Um, you have to give love and receive love. So giving out love, you do every day to your family or to your friends or you know to yourself. But also, it's kind of like when people want to show you love as well, you can easily block your heart chakra. You know, thinking that oh no, I don't deserve this, this, and that, 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 that. Or whatever, you end up blocking your heart chakra. And then when you try to give love, it will almost feel like resentment. And you would have unconsciously blocked it. Um, and it's no, like I said, it's it's located near your heart. So it definitely is an easy chakra um, to understand. Uh, this is the color green. Uh, the color green symbolizing uh, progress, uh, symbolizing growth, symbolizing, you know, your connection to nature as well. Um, green and what I do is a symbol of success. Okay. And things going well, things moving forward. Um, the heart is in fact, a physical and metaphysical force in you. Your heart can love, but it also physically pumps blood to your body, right? It is an ever moving, you know, organ in your body, just like your brain, uh, which I think is amazing because it seems as though like, you know, your heart will never stop pumping. It's kind of like your, your spirit heart will never stop loving. You'll never stop loving. People don't believe that, but it is true. You will never stop loving and your love always grows and expands just like in nature. When you plant a seed, um, being green also, like I said, is for success and, you know, growth. Um, the heart will always grow in like fondness, you know, and understanding it always has a point in, in way to grow. Um, and that's what, you know, the color green definitely symbolizes it being very successful. I don't think we've ever unsuccessfully loved someone. We might have regretted loving someone, but we never unsuccessfully loved someone. So moving up up the chakra ladder, we're moving on now to the throat chakra, okay, which is located very obviously at the base of the throat, the middle of the throat, as you say. Um, this color is turquoise. It is like a greenish blue. It is like the in-between chakra. Um, this is why I like this one so much too. Um, the throat chakra is pronounced Vishuddha, okay, which is, um, 
the chakra that has the ability to communicate um, verbally. This has a lot to do with all the other chakras that came before it. Your base, your, your, your sacral, your solar plexus, your heart. Your throat chakra has to carry the weight of all those other chakras um, in order to communicate in order to communicate correctly. This is more than just physically communicating. This is actually how you communicate your vibe to other people, your energy to other people, what you want, what you don't want, what you can handle and what you can't handle. Um, This is the chakra when blocked can put a lot of frustration um, at the at the base can put a lot of frustration, even at the crown. Um, this is actually one of those, uh, metaphysical phenomena as to why when the throat chakra gets blocked, it's like everyone, everyone can tell, right? Everyone will notice, or, you know, your life will obviously be slightly different, uh, rather than the other, uh, chakras being blocked. It's also interesting that it is the color turquoise, which is between blue and green. So technically like the throat chakra would be two colors because the throat chakra is in fact like the gateway chakra between, you know, by leaving all, you know, the the chakras behind it uh, and moving forward to the two that are left, um, understanding that it's almost like the second to hardest level in a video game when you're trying to unblock chakras because speaking your, you know, your, your heart, right. Speaking your truth and definitely, um, verbalizing your desires, right. You need your throat chakra to even, uh, communicate your base, your root, your sacral, or even your solar plexus. Um, it is so very important to keep this, this chakra in particularly unblocked. Um, if anything, because when in doubt or when unable to physically move or when, you know, other things are unavailable to you, verbal communication to self, to spirit and to the universe, um, and non-verbally spiritually to others is very important to, in fact, achieving, you know, your goals. Now we're coming to our third eye chakra. This one's always a lot of fun. This one's always a lot of fun. This one is blue, um, regular blue, sky blue, royal blue. I like to I like to associate it with royal blue, um, and it's pronounced Ajna, uh, and it is located between both of your eyes. Um, you can think of this chakra for like a strong gut feeling, um, because the third eye is responsible for intuition, your psychic abilities. It's your third eye. What the other two eyes cannot see, what can be seen, um, that is unseen. Uh, the, the metaphysical, this is your metaphysical lens. This is you hearing one thing from someone, but knowing deep down there's something else going on. This is your lens into the universe, so to speak. Basically your eye being able to see even yourself, um, on a more spiritual level, seeing through the physical. This chakra is also linked to imagination um, for you with your creative, you know, juices, so to speak. Um, basically, you know, foresight, um, seeing that, oh, I see myself in five years doing this. I see myself more so this person rather than that person. Um, you are seeing more than 
there is. Um, this chakra is so very important and it being blue, um, blue being associated, um, with calm, peace, tranquility, because this comes in handy so much when there is calamity, when there is chaos, when there is confusion, when there is discord, your third eye can see through it all. And you will have more of a calm, peaceful, tranquil approach to the chaos. It's almost like you would beam right through it. Very important to keep this chakra unblocked and unharmed. Um, it is very common practice in the spiritual community for the third eye chakra to be almost top priority, um, to keep unblocked, keep cleansed, um, and even to keep active. Um, there, you know, there's always a way to activate your third eye chakra. Um, definitely playing guessing games, definitely practicing your psychic abilities, right? Just tapping into what you can do and then stretching yourself to what you want to be able to do. People often say that even when using recreational drugs, that the third eye chakra is activated, um, that because of this, you know, physical plant that they are ingesting, um, or whatever, you know, psychedelic, you know, situation that they're in, that they say that, this, that the third eye chakra is the one that's activated the most, where it's kind of like, oh, well, I see three people in the room, but I also see three dragons in the room. Uh, as, as strange as it sounds, um, that would be almost like a manifestation of those three people's energy, like their, their abilities to, you know, understand how how they are the same, what brought them to that, that place, you know, that is the place where they belong because they are with other dragons, so to speak. Um, then the person who can see this finds out later that, you know, these three friends happen to be, you know, either related, um, or, you know, work together or they're in a different environment and doing the exact same things, you know, away from, you know, them, um, that they are somehow spiritually connected, uh, in some way. So seeing the three dragons is basically seeing those three people in their auras uh, and their their character, so to speak, or their spirit animal that represents them. This would really only be seen by the third eye. Um, psychics, you know, are proclaimed to have this opened third eye that they can see into the universe, or we can see into the universe. We can see the past. We can see the present. We can even see the future, basically all in one shot, basically all at once. Um, whether we are using tools or whether we are not using tools, we can use our third eye, whether our other eyes are closed or not. Um, the third eye technically never turns off. Um, there are exercises where you can, in fact, you know, make it a little bit, you know, less intense. Um, but the third eye, just like the heart never sleeps. It never goes away. Whether you can physically see it or not, or you just know, um, that is also the third eye working, um, to keep the third eye unblocked when going into a situation, um, definitely carry something blue on you. Definitely wear the color blue or burn blue candles. Um, and definitely, you know, relax and think past or meditate past discord um, and then using that color blue to break through the discord 
uh, approach the situation with calm, you know, tranquility um, and peace, then you will then reopen the road to your third eye um, and see what it is you need to see. It doesn't necessarily tell you what you want to see, but it will tell you what you need to see and it will tell you what is there uh, rather than what you would rather see. That's the beauty of the third eye. Last but not least, lovies, we're coming up on the top, uh, the crown chakra, the Sahasrara. I seriously hope I pronounced that correctly. So this is the seventh and final chakra. Um, this is at the very top, the crown, obviously our head. And the best part, my favorite part, is that it is represented by the color purple. Those of you who follow me, those of you who listen to me, um, I love the color purple. Though technically it's still not my favorite color it is the color of my late father um but it definitely brings me lots of success um so the best part about it is personally that it is the crown uh, which is the top the highest of all right the crown representing you know royalty representing the highest of highest you know highest self you know basically your highness self uh which is interesting because the color purple was only worn by people of royalty um, so there is a lot of classism um, coming into play when we think about the crown chakra here. So to be the highest of the highest here would be to me that you reached your higher self. You've reached um, the point of where you have gotten control of your root, your sacral, your solar, your heart, your throat, okay, Um your third eye. Uh, now you're coming up on the the one that's going to basically manifest it all. And this is basically the manifestation of all your chakras being unblocked and being all aligned. Um, even when trying to manifest a goal, that you got to keep your chakras in line, keep them aligned, and keep them unblocked. It's almost like the the twelve laws of the universe, right? Uh, coming together for a common goal. You get your base together, you get your ideas going, you get your sexual creativity going, you get your physical, verbal communication going, you get to see through all the bull crap, you then get to head over to the finish line with the crown chakra. Um, located at the top of the head, um, the crown chakra represents your spiritual connection to yourself, others, and the universe. Um, it also plays a role in your life's purpose. I love that because it's true. Um, the crown chakra is basically the you. It's who you are, the, 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 the deep down, but yet the highest, right? It's kind of like you're never going to be um, what you're meant to be until you come, you know, come to terms with who you really are, what you verbally want to say, what your third eye is telling you, what your, you know, what your heart is telling you, how you receive and give love, who you give love to, who your tribe is. The crown chakra is basically you walking around being proud of what the universe has created, what you've created in the universe, what you've created in yourself. Um, Purple being a very proud color, too. Um, in our mainstream society, I believe purple has been uh, misguided and has been, you know, pushed off the side of royalty. Um, because since it's so common now, 
Um, it's no longer considered to be a royal color. It is amongst a few spiritual people where purple is still honored as the highest. Um, for those of us who still uh, acknowledge the, the chakra system, um, purple being the highest, that we honor ourselves very, very highly um, to understand that, yes, I have reached the top of my higher self. I have decided this is my life's purpose because it aligns with how I feel and what I see and where I'm going and what is important to me, you know, and vice versa and who's important to me and who I'm important to, you know, and understanding where you belong, so to speak. Um, the crown chakra is so very important because we always seem to think that we've always reached it, right? It's kind of like, you know, oh, well, I've reached this level of awareness. I'm at my crown. No. The real rate, way you'll know you're at your crown, uh, one, you will start to see purple a lot because this is a clear communication between you and the universe you know it's kind of like you having a secret you know uh, uh thing with a teacher who's trying to teach you a lesson um you know you weren't getting it you know and the other students were getting it and the teacher wanted to get throw you some crumbs um and then the teacher makes it very obvious to you that you have learned the lesson they will you know they will gift you they will they will reward you they will smile at you they will support you they will clap and praise you okay so the universe will show you you know signs you will see purple a lot you will feel that confidence you will know your heart inside and out you will know how you verbally communicate you will know what you want to verbally communicate um you will understand that your intuition and where it's trying to take you um you understanding how to navigate through your intuition um, understanding your intellect, uh, how your int intelligence grows, um, the lights that shine on in you, um, and understanding also your your passion, your drive, um, and your motivation, and also taking care of self. When you do all that, like getting it all into a stew, you're aligning it, and now the crown can be placed on top of your head, where it's like you are shining the 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 finish line, you are you are flashing the lights of the universe, saying, "See here, I learned the lesson." Um, now you can see me. This is where my light is. Okay. And not only that, this is where everyone else can find me. This is where everyone else can see me. This is how we find our tribe. This is how we find our life's purpose and then pursue it um, and then achieve it as well. Um, this is not just going for it. This is the actual achieving it, you know, saying that I am meant to heal people. Um, and that means any way I'll be a doctor, I'll be a psychologist, I'll be a loving mother, I will heal generational wounds, you know, I will be, you know, uh, a paranormal investigator and I will heal, you know, the peace between this, this uh, couple and their, and their home. And now the spirit is gone. That is, you know, that is paranormal healing, you know, so this is, you know, my, you know, the, this is the end of the, the episode um, of all seven uh, chakras um, and understanding what they are, um, how we use them, what they are needed for, blocking and unblocking them, keeping them aligned, the, the, the need for understanding them in our life's purpose, also manifesting goals. Also, going through life and understanding things in life better, the lessons that we learn, um, and the situations that come up. They could be something discord, it could be discord, or it could be peace. Understanding that if I'm having discord in this area, it's possible a chakra is blocked, okay? And understanding also our auras and the colors that we resonate with, um, and you know, 
reoccurring things and what the universe is trying to communicate to us and how we communicate to others throughout this universe. So this is Christina with Karma's Eye Psychic LLC on Universal Spirit Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this. This wraps up our season two. Um, and I will see you in season three while we talk about our most, my most favorite subject of all, which is planets and astrology. So I hope to see you there. Please like, share, follow, and subscribe. Please download, share all around the world. Uh, I would love to have these conversations with you um, and definitely comment your opinion, whether or not you agree with it. But until then, lovies, I will see you later. Enjoy. Bye and love you.